Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Couch Potato Podcast. It's the first annual Turkey Day Turkey Spectacular. That's right, gang. Producer Adam and I are going to do a very special watch-along of the 1988 E.T. ripoff, Mac and Me, which you can also watch on Amazon Prime. So we encourage you to watch the movie and listen to our episode at the same time. It should be a good one. Not a lot of fun facts, but Adam and I are going to crack a few jokes and try to figure out exactly what the fuck is going on in this movie. So, after the trailer, the Couch Potato Podcast presents to you, Mac and Me. They are strangers from another planet, and the government is keeping them a secret. But one ten-year-old boy believes they are here, and he knows something is horribly wrong. You got a problem here. Now he is about to risk his life to make it right. A universal friendship. Mac and me. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. All right. Producer Adam is joining me on the show today. And... Well, we discussed doing the first annual Turkey Day Turkey Spectacular. I gave to you uh, Mac and Me, which is the movie we're doing tonight. And you told me you've never seen this, Jim, before, correct? Correct. I've seen bits and pieces and trailers, and that's it. That, it's, I find that so, like, fascinating, considering, like, out of, like, all my friends that are, like, movie buffs, like, I think your knowledge of movies is on par or if not greater than mine. I would say, I would say I am a a pad beneath your knowledge in movies. Uh, I don't know. I I'd say it's, it's equal. We'll just say we're equal. I think that's why we work well together. We're equal. This is just one that I missed, I think. And I I feel like I just, I missed it because I would look at it and I'd be like, nah, that's just a knockoff ET. uh, Well, you'd be correct. Actually, when I was going to tell people uh, what the fuck this movie is about, I was actually just going to say Dollar Tree ET, and I figured that okay. would get. I figured that would get like, oh well, yeah, I understand that completely. Uh, a boy befriends a alien, except it's done to a lesser degree than ET. Yeah. But um, okay. for those of you that are wondering what in the fuck Mac and Me is about. It is, this is almost word for word the description pulled from IMDb. An alien escaping NASA befriends a handicapped boy. That's it. That's it. That's, that's the synopsis. Yeah, I, I love it. They, they keep it short and sweet and to the point. Um, with this movie, uh, we decided instead of watching it, and then trying to dissect this. We're going to do a watch-along tonight. Uh, this movie is about an hour and a half long, give or take. Uh, you can stream this on Amazon Prime, so please feel free to listen to the show while you try to watch this movie on Amazon Prime. Hopefully, we make the movie more enjoyable for you. Uh, but yeah, this is an absolute train wreck of a movie, and I think it's the perfect title to kick off a what we hope to be a yearly tradition here on the show, the Turkey Day Turkey Spectacular, which turkey is a, kind of a word used for movies that are just really, really bad. 
Yeah. So, hey, it fits perfectly. Uh, before we begin, uh, we will give you the tale of the tape. Uh, Mac and Me was released on August 12th, 1988. This stars a bunch of people that I don't even know who they are. Uh, Christine Ebersole, I do know her. I just remember her mm-hmm. as the crooked governor from uh, Black Sheep. Okay. Um, yeah, I know who it is. Jonathan Ward, Katrina Casperi. I know I don't have the boy's name that is the main character, which really, uh, fuck it, who cares? I don't think anybody else does either. Uh, let me take a look here real quick. And uh, the king of the burger world, Ronald McDonald, has a role in this. All right. Which uh, I got a little bit of a interesting factoid about him. Um, where is this at? Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, his uh, the boy, the main, the lead character. His name is Jade Caligori. Hope I pronounced that right. It wouldn't be a episode mm-hmm. of our show without me mispronouncing somebody's name. But he is the young boy who is the male lead in this. Um. This was directed by Stuart Raffle, or Raffle. I hope I pronounced his name right, too. Um, Rotten Tomatoes score of uh, 7% from critics and 38% from audiences. Easily the worst movie we've ever done on our show. Um, This movie movie made $6.4 million on a $13 million budget. Uh, Oh, God. This movie was nominated for four Razzies, which for those of you listening that don't know what the Razzies are, uh, each year you'll find like they'll uh, they'll do the Oscars. They'll announce the the Oscars uh, for the best in film. The Razzies are like the polar opposite of that. Uh, they even have like their own award show, although they don't ever show it on TV and no one ever shows up for them. But yeah, the Razzies uh, celebrate the worst in movies, and this movie was nominated for four Razzies, and it won for Best Director for Stuart Raffle. And the worst new star, which I will save that, who won that for later on in the movie, because it was pretty awesome when I, I heard who won. <laughs> um, and of course, you can stream this on Amazon Prime. So, we are going to get ready to kick this bad boy off. So, uh, Fire up your Amazon Prime. Just search for Mac and me. It should be the first result that uh, comes up, and uh, we will get ready to count it down here. In three, two, one, hit the Watch Now button. And this is a MGM film. Uh, They used to be known for great cinema. I don't know what happened in 1988. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Orion. They don't make movie studios like Orion anymore. Now, I am trying out something new here. Adam, you can see the movie okay, right? Yeah, it's a little bit blurry, but yeah, I can see it. Okay, cool. Here we uh, have the home planet of uh, Mac and his family. Uh, 
And I I have never understood this. They I don't know, the, these aren't even very good aliens. The designs aren't very good either. They kind of look very dopey. They remind me of something. I can't think of what they remind me of. They kind of remind me of something you'd see on the 60s Star Trek. Yeah. I don't know how many times I come across this movie. This was a Showtime staple in the late 80s. In the summer, you could always count on at least a couple days a week, Mac and me would come on at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Just one of those movies that you'd expect to see on TV. Yeah. This is late. This is late 80s cheese. I was, uh, during the research for this, that uh, I found out when um, they were uh, putting this movie together, which uh, actually this movie was funded by uh, they, the people that uh, supply McDonald's with all their food. Yeah. They actually helped fund this movie. And you will tell oh, later on, like, McDonald's and Coca-Cola are, like, whoring themselves out. They're featured in this every, like, 15 seconds. But when they uh, they hired Stuart Raffle to be the director, they had a crew all ready to go, but they didn't have a script at all. Wow. Yeah. They just walk like just dopey. I really love the, hey, let's, instead of just like getting gold cameras, let's just get, let's just get Reynolds wrap and spray paint it gold. Now, do you think that NASA got the, uh, the idea for the, uh, what is that, uh, that, uh, satellite they have the land rover or something yeah i wonder if they got the idea for that from mac and me i don't know you know usually sci-fi will influence actual science but in this case i don't know (laughs) i can just imagine like a scientist coming in one day like listen i've seen this fucking movie on tv horrible alien movie but they invaded, they, they landed this ship on an alien planet and they explored the land. Let's just do it. Except we're going to turn it into a remote control car instead. <laughs> That's all it takes just uh hijack or abduct an alien from their home planet, just a vacuum, a vacuum hose. <laughs> This is uh, this is Luigi's mansion now. It's not just Mac and me. Those suck up aliens instead of ghosts. Now, uh, Christine Ebersol is the female lead. She plays uh, the young boy's mother. I seen that they offered this to Angelica Houston and Kim Basinger, and yeah. for some odd <laughs> reason, they turned it down. Um, I can't imagine why. Uh, Kim Basinger actually <laughs> turned it down because she was doing Batman. 
And then uh, okay. Jess or Angelica Houston was making uh, the Lonesome Dove miniseries when she turned it down. Man, that green screen. It doesn't. Alan Silvestri did the score for this. Actually, a good uh, composer, but I mean, I was reading. Music isn't bad. No, I was reading a little factoid about this too. That like most of the the cast and crew for this movie Mm -hmm. uh, really were not seen again in film, except for uh, the director, which uh, he went on to do Passenger Fifty Seven. Which I fuck it is okay. an awesomely bad action movie. I adore it. And then Alan Silvestri, who has scored many, many Hollywood classics like Back to the Future, he did the Avengers score. He's done yep. something else too. Oh, I'm sure he's he's done a lot. I would probably pull up his IMDB too. He's a great composer. I like him a lot. Yeah. Um the the actress uh, Tina Casperi, uh, she was mm-hmm. cast as uh, Kelly Bundy in Married with Children. And then they replaced her right before production started. Yeah. Well, they obviously did not see Mac and Me. <laughs> Those suits too. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they blatantly ripped this off of uh, ET. They may have even gotten yeah. these from the ET trash can. Why does that thing look better than it did on the uh, on the planet? What's that? The the rover thing looks better than it did on the planet or whatever they're working on. Yeah, it does. It doesn't have like that shitty tin foil. Oh no, there it is. Yeah. Every scientist that cast in these like real shitty horror movies just looks like. Like, they just randomly, like, they see a guy in a grocery store, like, yep, he looks like an evil NASA scientist. Sir, have you been in a movie before? (laughs) Well, I did stag films in the 50s. That's the only acting experience I have. What I like to know is, like, where the fuck are the, the aliens at? Why do they have like an observatory? Like they're watching an operation happen. Like it's a, it's a medical operation. And I'm almost waiting for like somebody to drop the junior mints into the, <laughs> in there and just fuck everything up like that Seinfeld episode. I was just waiting for like one of their heads to pop up like surprise motherfucker. <laughs> It'd be cool if they were like xenomorphs, but they're not. Yeah, I was uh really hoping that like <laughs> this would be like alien or species where like they just attacked them. <laughs> yeah. 
That really bothers me how they walk in this movie. It really has. It's been like one thing that's always irked me even as a kid. It's supposed to be scary. <laughs> it's not. They better call their glass company because like that glass shattered like almost immediately. God, I, I... <laughs> Yep. That's all it takes. Yep. <laughs> now, if this were any, like, decent alien movie, they would have shot him dead already. Yeah. This movie would have ended and like the, in three minutes. The uh, the police wouldn't be there. That's for sure. Now imagine if uh, Special Agent Johnson and Special Agent Johnson were in that helicopter. Yeah, it, they would have. They would have ended this already. Just like fucking Saigon, eh, Slick? <laughs> I wasn't even born yet, or what did you say? I'm in like sixth grade, dickhead. Uh, yeah, something like that. thing is roadkill now as I said like they were working without a script like is that the is that that fucking kid that ruined different strokes it looks like it yeah it's either that kid or the one that uh, if you've ever seen that meme it's like that kid goes wow the the land of make believe (laughs) yeah no, that's definitely the kid that ruined different strokes. Nah. They should have <laughs> ended up... Like, when they're writing the script, it's like, you know what we need? We need an elaborate... An elaborate car wreck scene. That's where all the budget went, to get that car to ramp up and... Slam onto the other car. What if this movie was like in like the Black Sheep universe? Like this is her moving to California, and then like she ends up moving to Washington State, running for governor later, and she just hides the kids. Yeah. Oh, my kid's never seen an alien. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, man, look at those cars. Oxy. (laughs) That ought to about do it. Go ahead. (laughs) He didn't even look like there were blinds and stuff there. 
Coca-Cola. Yeah, see, this is the first of many, many spots that uh, that Coca-Cola presents themselves. They make themselves out in this like it's like they they just kept they cultivated their recipe like from the the water of the Holy Grail in Indiana Jones. Yeah, like they just they they chalk it up like it's the greatest thing ever. Oh, let me catch my breath here. <laughs> There's no way that that dude would have fell asleep after guzzling down that fucking Coke. No. Oh, Tatooine. This is where they, they try to pull your heartstrings. Why does one have clothes and the other one doesn't? Good question. And, I mean, there's really nothing to cover up. I don't understand the whole point of covering up. Plus, it looked like their planet had a sun, so... I don't know, maybe it's just really hot. She kind of sucks as a mom. I definitely would have some kind of bitching-ass road music playing. Also, the regular coffee cup in the car. Like, what's that about? I know it was, like, 88, but they still had travel mugs. I bet she did not come. She didn't go to a Speedway. She could have gotten that top. She could have gotten her a 24-ounce and gotten it topped off yep. for, like, maybe 86 cents back then. The producers of Mac and Me just needed to talk to you and I because uh, that's another uh, deal right there for Speedway or 7-Eleven or somebody. I mean, they're already whoring out enough co corporations in this, as you'll see later on. They spent all, they spent all that corporation money on that car, car chase and that car wreck. Yep, well, we could <clears throat> Well, we tried to get 7-Eleven involved, but they they just weren't having it. They were just a bit off-put by the aliens not wearing clothing. We draw the we line at nude aliens. We want your aliens to be more family-friendly. That's what happens, lady, when you hire fuck-yo-shit moving company. <laughs> How the fuck did that girl get a buzzard on top of her teepee? Where'd she get a teepee from? <laughs> yeah, make the up. kid in the wheelchair just put everything on him. He's a he's a dolly now. What the fuck?
This is already a very bizarre movie because, like, any kids that move from, like, the Midwest to, like, a different, like, time zone, it's, they hate it. They hate their mom or dad yeah. for moving them out of there, but these kids just fucking love it. Yeah, I remember even uh, going from middle school to high school when we moved, I, I was like, no, I, I don't want to move, even though I was going to go to the same exact high school. <laughs> Well, he's a little resistant to it, but he seems to be. They really just fucking just do a bunch of shit together. There's toilet paper, a fucking <laughs> boxing glove, and a wheel. <laughs> None of those boxes are labeled either. Well, Dad used to be MacGyver. But he left us. Kind of an odd Spider-Man inspired kiss there from Mom and Son. Uh, yeah. Not, not only is this movie ripping yeah. off E.T., it's ripping off They Live. <laughs> yeah, it's totally the sunglasses guy. Did They Live come out before this or after this? I think it was after I think this. it came out after, I think. It's like, ah, let's see what a good director can do with this format. <laughs> Is that a Dos Equis umbrella? I think that was the Dos Equis guy. It's his dad. <laughs> it's a cool truck. You know, I've been in a room many a time, and, like, I have not been that oblivious to somebody being, like, in the room as long as this kid has been in there. Like, you just sense when there's something in that room. It's going without any power. Just drop the stuff, dude. I just want to see one of the movies just drop the shit on the floor. Uh, close enough. They ripped all of this off from big power without getting plugged in. Yeah, there's like no originality to this at all.
Damn, there's an old eighties the cartoon, the Snorks. I was gonna say that's the Snorks. Yeah, we'll put that Coke front and center, lady. Make sure that label faces out. Oh yeah, she made it a Yeah, chips and a sandwich was that fucking French fries and say, man, she got like everything <laughs> set up before they got there. Oh no, it's chips. It is chips, yeah. I mean, I know this is the 80s and, like, shit was a lot lax back then. But, man, like, in the span of less than 24 hours, I've seen that kid guzzle, like, two or three cans of Coke and a bag of Skittles. Yep. Some potato chips. Potato chips aren't that great either. Kid needs some green in his life. Perfect outline. (laughs) You bathe in motor oil? <laughs> also, I know this is the 80s, but not everything was just brown. I know, like, wood paneling was a thing, and beige things were popular, like that refrigerator. But not everything's that drab. They had some psychedelic colors in the 80s. Broke my freaking lamp. Mom, there's a goddamn cat in the house. (laughs) Breaking lamps. If I'm not mistaken, I think this is the, the the good part coming up. It's been a while since I've seen this. Like it's been a really long time, but I'm pretty sure this is the scene that you've if you watch Conan O'Brien, you've mm-hmm. seen it every time Paul Rudd has made an appearance on the show. And I think that's like this movie's greatest claim to fame is Paul Rudd. Yeah. Like sets like this up perfectly every time. I think that's the girl who's supposed to be Kelly Bundy. No, I don't think this is coming up yet. This family really lacks like any kind of organizational skills. They just like just threw shit in boxes and left. I mean, I when I moved, I tried to keep yeah certain shit together. So I'm not like okay, like my tools are here, and then oh yeah, let me like my seven or eight pairs of socks are in the same bag as my tools. Looks dead. No, uh, that that's that's that blunt sleep right there, man. He just 
It's like, damn, son. <laughs> that should be a meme for like when the edible kicks in. I haven't heard the uh, brother call the other brother uh, a penis breath yet, so. No, I, in this movie, his, he's generally pretty nice to his brother. That's how they escaped uh, plagiarism. Also, not a realistic movie at all when the siblings actually get along. Yep. Yeah, we're just going to let him use that. In the fucking house on the carpet of all things. Yeah. Some color on that wall would be nice. That's like, I don't know, that blends in too good for my taste. Yeah, like I remember my grandparents, uh, they, uh, on my dad's side, they had some pretty crazy couches from the 80s that are like, uh, they don't anymore, but uh, it's like purple with like squiggly neon lines, like. I could have thrown a couple of weird things in there like that. My mom had the the wild eighties couch. You see in all the memes from the eighties, it had like it's that burnt orange and like tan. Oh yeah, yeah. With like the wood, like the wood frame, and it's like you just, yeah, yeah. She had that couch for years, <laughs> and it was one of those things where like she wouldn't replace it. Like it got to the point where like the the bottom started to like break and it was dipping in so instead of like getting a new couch she just had had us get like pieces of plywood <laughs> and put it under <laughs> to preserve it I don't know like there was just some special attachment to that couch the upholstery starts to rip it's just like alright throw a strip of duct tape on there and call it a day Phone home. This is really just a story of like, it's kind of like Home Alone. Like the the parents left their, their kid at a gas station so they go to Burning Man. That's really what it looks like. Like they're trying to get to Burning Man. They, <laughs> they Like, fuck, we forgot our kid. <laughs> Instead of home alone, it's home with strangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that kid actually uh, has like spina bifida, so like it's an actual disability. He's not not faking it, which I thought was. I mean, I kind of assumed that, but well, also, it's good that it's uh, it's realistic, you know. Yeah, because I mean, we all know that. Lieutenant Dan didn't lose his legs really in Vietnam. Gary Sinise could walk perfectly fine. I remember watching the uh, behind the scenes on that, and they were like really impressed with how they like digitally removed his legs in a couple of scenes. Yeah, and I bet Gary Sinise studied this movie on how to maneuver like someone in a wheelchair. 
Yeah, as soon as I told him that he was going to lose his legs in the war, he immediately like thought, oh, man, Mac and me. I'm going to go watch that. <laughs> I honestly would have said something to my mom, like, my remote control car is running on its own, and my TV turner, like, I can't fucking stay in here. The drill tried to kill me <laughs> through the wall. Yeah, that's normal. Yeah, I don't I don't get this at all. Mom and brother were tripping on some real bad shit last night. It's all the code. <laughs> you got the wrong kind of coke, Mom. Yeah. It's like, what did Mom put in this Coke? Drop some acid in the Coke. <laughs> that's what it feels like right now. If you've seen this movie before, you really, like, you know who's going to pop out from that little triangle, but you're really hoping it's, like, fucking Leatherface just cutting right through the... <laughs> Michael Myers. A uh, podcast that we recently did and watch it or, or listen to it wherever you listen to your podcast. Goddamn, I love the cheap plug. I love how she blames him for it when he can't... Like, how the fuck is he going to do all that? It's like, memo to My mom. My son is handicapped. He can obviously do all this. Like, no, like, mom, I'm in a fucking wheelchair. I can't just fucking get up and put shit on the wall. She's huffing the hairspray fumes too hard. They really woke up. Like, they, they just fucking, they were on a bender last night. Like hit this, hit this blunt, son. It's got angel dust laced with it. <laughs> Man, that's the way that the alien was sleeping for sure. This is leading up to the scene now. Okay. Yeah, infamous scene coming up here. Why is their neighbor's house so much nicer with like a veranda and stuff? Yeah. Well, she's a single mom. She just had to spring for whatever she could get in Sacramento, California. <laughs> yeah. There's no way that kid's wheels don't get caught on something. Right. Yeah. Yep, this scene here, infamous Conan O'Brien scene. Just look at Paul Rudd on Conan O'Brien. You'll see it. <laughs> oh. Oh, man.
She's like, I'm not getting in there to try to help you. I'm just going to yell. You know, if she hadn't yelled at him and blamed him for doing something that he physically could not do, that would have never happened. Right. It's her fault. Hmm. Mom, there's a fucking alien in the water. I remember those. Those are like motorized cars that are like sh- uh, uh, designed like uh, Bigfoot. Yeah. Those two kids obviously stole them because they're way too big to be driving them. <laughs> He's fine. The crystal meth will wear off in a couple hours. Also, why is your living room like that? <laughs> yeah. Tell me. Is your mom single? <laughs> is there a daddy in the house? There was like 16 cop cars outside. Why? It's like nobody's going to mention how like there's weirdness going on in, in the house. Uh, and the kid fell off a cliff. I would be it's like CPS. I I would be asking questions like, uh, "Excuse me, ma'am, why is your wheelchair bound son like venturing out into is a, a very steep hill?" You let him fall off a cliff. There's a drill running through your wall. There's some serious problems going on. Where were you at during this, ma'am? I've never met you before. I'm just going to wander into your house. Is that okay? I will say if there's any like good acting performances in this, it's from that little girl. Cause uh, she's, I think supposed to be annoying and she's yeah. doing a very good job. <laughs> Oh, damn, I remember when McDonald's had the green and brown. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-oh, I noticed a little sexual heat there. There's some tension in that handshake. That's not the only tension that kid's going to be feeling in his hand later on. (laughs) Oh, man. That hit me the right way. That was funny. Hurry up. Your friend across the street gave me a hot lead on a job at McDonald's. 
<laughs> Shut the fuck up, Mom. We'll be fine. Oh, Eric man. almost died going down a hill. We'll be good. Then we almost died in a car wreck. Nothing to worry about here. Sears. Oh my God! She, I, I knew she worked at like one of the old Titans of the '80s. I couldn't remember whether it was this or J.C. Penny. Well, my job is done. <laughs> Cause it'll havoc saved the day. Dude looks like he's vibing. Like he he's a he just has a certain kind of vibe about him. The aliens just look dumbfounded the entire movie. Like, you guys couldn't have come up with, like, a better design for them? They don't move around that much either. Like, not, they're kind of stiff. And, I mean, for good reason, that one is obviously a doll. But, like, move them around more. Make them a little more lively. I would have loved to have seen the... Like that raccoon and Mac come out of the. I, I'm guessing that's the the alien's name. Like yeah. all that trash came together, just kind of like they're just having a great time. <laughs> Damn, his brother's got some game. He's already Mac on the McDonald's gal. Hasn't even been a full day yet. Niv, you yep. hang up first. No, you hang up There's first. So much coke. I've never seen this much coke in a movie. I'm telling you, dude, it's product placement between this and McDonald's. It's the absolute worst. And uh, have a have you ever set traps in your house using like uh, coke and? I have never seen those cups before. And I'm a child. I grew up in the 80s. Like, that's yeah. my era is the 80s. I've never seen those cups with the little no. handles on them like that. The only iconic cups I can remember from that time period are the uh, are the paper ones with, like, the green design and the purple squiggle. Mm-hmm. Well, we're obviously not. Uh, we couldn't get the WWE involved. We uh, tried to get them to let us use the uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper glasses, but they, they just weren't coming off of it. <laughs> Did they have a uh, a Mac and Me Big Mac? Because I feel like the uh, the marketing is there for that. I am beginning to think that they never had like a sandwich like that. Uh, McDonald's didn't have like a direct tie-in to this, but I have a feeling that that's a very, very, very not subtle, but it's like almost in-your-face hint that like, hey, why not name the alien Mac? McDonald's is here. Yeah.
slow down on that coke. You're gonna piss your bed tonight. <laughs> What kind of fucking vacuum cleaner is that? That's got to be a Kirby vacuum cleaner. There's no way it has any uh, any other brand with that amount of suction. God, it's just so fucking stupid. You can tell that was a that was a doll going up on the the walls there. Like seriously, you're writing this movie, and you're like, you know what would be a great scene is we'll have we'll have Mac get sucked up in a vacuum cleaner, and then like he's got such great power that's just going to drag the girl all the way up and down through the house and she's going to go up the walls and and he's dead he's a goner yep this is where uh, Mac dies and then the family comes back for vengeance. I feel like they wanted to channel the uh, coolness of the uh, Ghostbusters uh, like proton packs with the vacuum cleaners. Yeah. He's in her car like, God damn, son, how dirty was this fucking house? <laughs> Don't well, you ever enter that vacuum cleaner? He seems very dehydrated. Give him some Coke. I want there to be a cut of this movie that is no different than this this movie. But at the very end, after the credits, they'll uh, they'll do where are they now kind of uh, things like so and so grew up to be you know. And I really want them to show Mac and say he died of uh, diabetes from drinking too much Coke. <laughs> <laughs> he slipped into a diabetic coma six months after the events of this film. <laughs> he drank the equivalent of 36 gallons of corn syrup. Please tell me you're not responsible for this. 
This is the point of the movie where she blames the neighborhood kid. She shot him that look like Eric, stay out of my drugs. Now, okay, who's the worst mom? This mom or the mom from Home Alone? Oh, definitely the mom from Home Alone. She left the kid by himself when they went to the to Paris. Yeah. This mom's just trying to like, hey, I'm doing the best I can. Like my I I moved to a, a new state. I got a job at Sears. I think things are looking up. Got <laughs> got away from that deadbeat dad that uh drinks Dosekis all the time. Let's see how my stock prices are doing today. Damn it. Coke's taking another dip. Forget about the uh, the cut that I was talking about earlier. I just want the I just want you to dub uh, dub Max scenes the entire time. I'll do it. I'll just recut the whole fucking movie. <laughs> you need to voice Max though. It's the only thing. Damn! Did they have something going on last night? <laughs> Left a damn flower next to the. Is bad. Thank you for the wonderful evening. You're such a gentle lover. Who has a um, a telegraph and uh, a concierge bell just randomly sitting around their house to make a contraption like that? That kid. <laughs> That's it. Did they move into another new house? Damn, Mom, you get a bitchin' discount at Sears. Oh, man. I think my grandparents had that table and chairs, too. Mm-hmm. Did that alien make us breakfast in bed? Oh, I'd have totally taken credit for it. Fuck that little bastard. Yeah, we did this, Mom. He's a really good alien, but apparently has a gambling problem. He told us that he he's he's into some trouble. These two ponies let him down. I feel like instead of uh, what was that movie um, that uh, what's his name Sean. From Shaun of the Dead, uh, Simon Pegg, um, Paul, yeah, the alien, the, yeah. It should have been a, a sequel to Mac and Me, and Matt should have been the alien. Yeah, it should have been. <laughs> Damn, babe, Burning Man's been a real bummer. <laughs> this sucks. This is what I signed up for. Where are the orgies? <laughs> 
damn, that shit's hitting though. I can't get up. <laughs> Man, if he can pick up signals like that, I'd, I'd get him like, hey, listen, dude, like, I'm really into Korean baseball. Can you pick up, like, Korean ESPN? <laughs> or can you unscramble the porn channels? <laughs> it's fun to stay at the YMCA. That's what it looks they're like. Doing. Yeah. <laughs> They're all dumb and doing the letter Y. We haven't figured out the rest of it yet, but we'll get there some point. <laughs> I hope they got the brakes fixed on that thing. Last time he went down a steep hill, we know what happened. That's why she's running slightly ahead of him. Oh, nope. Never mind. I don't know why, but get a good laugh out of me is like a bunch of dogs, like just a big caravan of dogs chasing after something down the street. It just gets me every time. There's got to be more movies with that trope. They should put that in like the next, if they do another Matrix movie, they should put that in the Matrix. Wonder if the uh, guys at Pixar um, were fans of Mac and me, and they're like, we need to have a remote control car go down a road and have a dog chase it. I think that inspired the chase sequence in the, the second one. I'll cue the cheesy 80s song, the training montage. A little help up here. <laughs> Breaks when I haven't gotten them fixed yet. Lost a lot of money at the tracks. I want this to end in the um, uh, the way that Rocky Balboa did, but when he gets to the stairs, I want him to be really disappointed that he can't go up them. It's like, really, Mom? I'll wait for you down here. Well, I've got myself into a bit of a pickle here. If anything, people that are uh, that are watching along with us, uh, Russ's Mac is on point, so you need to you need to definitely watch this with us. <laughs> or they probably already tuned out. Like, all right, this episode sucks. I'll just come back for the next one. 
Fuck, we're already like 45 minutes into it at this point. Might as well finish it. Yeah, may as well. I don't know. Do they ever give an age for the brother? Because, like, I, I don't know if the brother's, like, 16 or 17 or if he's, like, 26. Well, I mean, he was driving earlier. I don't remember uh, my traffic laws well enough, or California traffic laws, for that matter, to know what the law was in 1988. Right. I do know that mullet is illegal, though. Yeah, I'm really digging that FBI agent's vibe. He looks like a fucking game show host. And do we have an alien behind door number one? Let's play along with the match game, everybody. I'm really beginning to think the mom's got a DUI. That's why the son's driving around everywhere. Like a real recent D. Like she got busted the first night she was in town. So that does Equis. Oh, f- they're calling in SWAT now. You wanted a miracle, I give you the FB. Oh, how great would that be? You just see the door kick down, like, all right, this is a fucking raid. Where's that alien at? <laughs> all there is is kids, and they're just scared. <laughs> There's the fucking magic cure-all, Coke. (laughs) Coke won't drink the Coke. I said Coke, not that kind of Coke, you idiot. (laughs) Just need a bump. I I want that nose candy. Yes, Valvoline. He's got that look on his face like, my God, these kids are fucking dumb. I mean, you guys are real fucking stupid. (laughs) Take me to the smart family in the neighborhood, please. I finally figured out who, um, uh, Mac looks like to me. Uh, Leslie Jordan. (laughs) God rest his soul. (laughs) What are y'all doing? Screaming? (laughs) I don't know. They haven't fucking like Sex or something, or is this like because they, they he just had this look in his eye, like this is like the greatest thing in the world. I didn't think it could ever get up, but apparently, I was wrong. Oh, 
And those earrings look very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's just a stuffed bear. It's nothing. Oh, that's not just a stuffed bear. If those FBI guys don't, like, see through that, they're dumb. Oh, yeah. I don't know about you, but like, being a kid, and like I've went, I've had friends' uh, parents take me many places. There's no fucking way I'd ride in the front seat with my friend's parent. Hey, I'm sitting in the fucking yeah. back. God, that looks creepy. <laughs> All right, let's station go. Oop, curbed it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a thing for the 80s and 90s for uh, government guys to have the boxiest looking Ford? Or they still do. Like they drive those yeah. stock, like the cars you would draw in like middle school. Oh uh, yeah, just like the square with the with the circles on the bottom for wheels. Mm. That looks like some Five Nights at Freddy's nightmare. It looks like what Buffalo, like what I think Buffalo Bill, like if he finished his fucking suit of human skin, that's what it would look like. And how how quickly did they get the stuffing out of that bear and get it sewn back up is like still baffling to me. Now. In the research, if you look real quickly, you will find the uh, a very young Jennifer Aniston in this. Oh, really? Yeah, this is her very first movie. She's one of the kids dancing. It's like a blink and you'll miss a type of cameo. Yeah, I can't tell you. I can't tell which one it is. Yeah, because that's normal. Flash mob in the uh, parking lot of the McDonald's. We're all going to meet down at the McDonald's and we're going to do some dancing. All right, I've been patiently waiting to reveal this little factoid about this movie, but uh, earlier when I said that uh, this movie won two Razzies, one for uh, Worst Director... And one for the worst new star. The worst new star winner was one Ronald McDonald. <laughs> for that little bit right there, is yeah. that all he had? No, poor Ronald. Now, they canned him. Ronald McDonald you, doesn't exist anymore. Are you young enough or old enough to uh, know or remember when McDonald's used to host? Birthday parties used to have like cakes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember McDelivery and birthday parties and 
play places and actually the entire Ronald McDonald crew. Why the fuck is there a football team here? This is actually, uh, from what I read uh, during research for this, this was actually the McDonald. They, they built this McDonald's specifically for this movie, and they use it for, like, training videos. And what the fuck was that? Did the um, McDonald's, did McDonald's, the company, build the, the building? Because I feel like that's a big dent in the budget for a movie. No, the, uh, the, the movie, the movie uh, production company built this. And then, yeah, it's, this is, like, where they do all the training videos now. Did they just, like, uh-huh. fucking write this and, like, okay, let's just throw, like, cheerleaders and football team and just... I've never been in a McDonald's this fucking lit before. I've never seen everybody that excited to be in a a dance cruise in the middle of McDonald's or in the middle of anywhere in public. Now, I like McDonald's as much as the next person. You know, in a pinch, it, it does the trick, but, like, I don't know, like, Coke in this movie is like some miracle elixir that cures everything, and McDonald's is like the greatest place on earth. Nobody finds it weird that the bear is dancing. No, not at all. They're just like, yeah, dance, bear, dance. The funny, like, it's not even the weirdest thing in this. It's I, I am still trying to like place my mind like, why is there like just this random collection of different groups of people in here? Get off the counter, please, sir. That's unsanitary. Sir, there's no need to throw a fit. We'll get your your uh, your Big Mac out in a second. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the suits are here to ruin the fun. He's <laughs> carrying around a big cage like, yeah, we can get him in this. get me out of here the bookies are after me Bob Barker gets he'll break your kneecaps why why were all those kids still dancing as they were running out of the (laughs) they give no fucks about the FBI I just I feel like somebody at the uh and the writing staff was like, okay, we need a, a musical number in the middle of the movie. Oh, this is a fucking blatant ripoff of the E.T., the famous E.T. scene. Oh, yeah. How can we do the E.T. scene? Let's have the kid in a wheelchair, because he's got some kind of disability. And we'll just have him crash through somebody's backyard, and he'll get some lady's underwear over his head. And we'll have him chased by cops and we'll cause a bunch of traffic accidents. Perfect. He should have been, that kid should have been fucking hit right there. Yeah.
Let's just rip off Back to the Future while we're at it, we're at it too. Great Scott Hardy, there's an alien. This goddamn Moo Moo's slowing us down. He's got different clothes on now. <laughs> Old guy. Yeah, this is normal. Open up the door. I don't know what kind of cardiovascular training those fucking FBI agents got, but I want to fucking get on that program. They dead sprinted for a good 15 minutes. Not even breaking a sweat. Cool three-piece suits, too. And you know they don't breathe. Those are like probably wool. Yeah. That I will probably bet at least two of them bought their suits from Sears. Let me take you out for a nice steak. Wait, where are you going? Wait a minute. You don't want that promotion, do you? You know what's sad is before the mall around here closed, that's exactly what the series still looked like. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't look any different. Nope. Except for like the TVs were uh, flatter. That was it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. He's still straight vibing on, on his lap. Just like, yeah, I'm chilling. Uh, nothing to worry about here. <laughs> Thanks for doing all my legwork, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry, I knew that was a little bit below the belt legwork at all. Sorry, my uh, electricity powers don't work on your uh, on your wheelchair, just on vacuum cleaners and RC cars. He took off in that van with that McDonald's babe, that fucking annoying little brat kid, and that loser son of yours. Oh, what are you doing, lady? Water's not going to work. You need a can of Coke. Is he wearing a Coca-Cola shirt? No, he's wearing <laughs> some fucking pink number. He really moves around and interacts with people like you've almost gotten a you've almost trained a dog well enough to where he could stand on his hind legs the entire time and like make verbal like hand gestures at you to communicate with you. He can't speak, but he can use his hands. Say, listen, uh, what time do you get off work? Uh, you're kind of a smoke show. <laughs> yep, I just looked down. Sorry about that. I know you guys are trying to help, but I, I've, I'm a man. I've got needs. Road trip. Road trip montage. This should have been the song they were playing on the way to California. This is where old Skippy makes his move.
Oh yeah, that that poor fucking alien. <laughs> like the next, uh, the sequel could have been uh, like him and Wilford Brimley, or like just trying like manage their fucking diet for an hour and forty five minutes. You can't eat that, Mac. It's got too much sugar affected diabetes. Yep, Burning Man's that way. Mom and Dad are that way. Oh, now it all makes sense now. The horses in the pictures he cut out, which happened to just conveniently be in the newspaper. Yep. Also, where in the world uh, is there some wild horses? Apparently near Burning Man. Oh, now those weren't cute little straw flowers. They're windmills. I got it now. He's so smart. That shirt he's got on the whole fucking vibe, too. Yo, dog, I don't get a signal for shit out here. Where are they camped out at?
Oh no. Either his parents are down there or like that's a collection of chuds. I know this sounds mean, but I don't understand why they didn't send uh, Eric down there. I mean, they've got the track already for him. See, they could have another chase sequence. It would be like uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, though. Oh, dude, what if, like, they go down there and, like, <laughs> there's, like, somebody, like, in a, like on some fucking cage. <laughs> He's getting ready to get his heart ripped out by Mullah Ram. <laughs> the FBI guys are actually part of the cult of Kali. That's a uh, that's a Star Wars reference right there. It's the small alien on the the kid's back. Yeah, mom and dad do this all the time. They'll go on heroin benders for like four or five days and just end up passed out somewhere. This is the wildest place they've ever been. Don't don't mind them. They're good people. They just have a problem. Damn, she's really fucked up, dude. Listening for a heartbeat. He doesn't even know if they have hearts there. I'm just really weak, you asshole. I'm not fucking dead. Now, if I were in that situation, I would like, how the fuck did I, how the fuck did I end up in this situation? Where did I take a wrong turn? They're dying. Get the cokes. Oh, this is better than Gatorade Mac. This is Coca Cola. Thanks, dog. <laughs> In all honesty, though, this would be like if I was like a dumbass kid, which they all are, I would probably give them like fucking Coke to drink too if I was like 12 or 13 years old. Yeah, this will do the trick. Yeah. We've been in this desert for damn near a week with no water, no food, no nothing, but goddamn, you give me a 12-ounce can of Coke, I'm fucking right as rain, dog. Give me all of that sodium. They're getting their all color. That corn syrup. Yeah, they don't look pale anymore. They're getting their color back. They take this back to our home planet as the miracle elixir. Dad, though, is like, man, like, that's all you got to fucking 12 ounce can. I usually drink the throwaways, dude.
this is where they really try to tug at the heartstrings. It's ruined by their dumb faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, you can't take this shit seriously at all. Oh, thank you so much for this fucking dope sweater. <laughs> they all look like Leslie Jordan. <laughs> oh no, Dad's oh, dick's no. hard again. <laughs> Look at the size of it, my God. The dad kind of looks like John Lithgow. Yeah. It's fitting since he, you know, was an alien at one point. They also kind of look like those shaved cats like Mr. Bigglesworth from Austin Powers. At least Mac oh, does. Yeah. The the Sphinx cats. Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming and picking this up, man. I really appreciate it. I, I don't have any money to give you for gas, but uh you know, just call it an IOU. And note stuff, don't go to Burning Man. It's kind of a kind of a draggy. <laughs> How do we tell them that Burning Man's next week? They're still tripping pretty hard. Yeah, he is, especially. Can this fly? I know I can. I feel like I'm flying right now. <laughs> All right, chill, bitch. Shit, I was just seeing the hat. Reminds me of the time that I was uh, I was driving uh, Lucas home after a uh, Halloween party, and he was a bit worse for the wear and threw a, a glow stick at us at the front. He yelled, John! <laughs> It's the exact same thing. They're tripping balls and like they're just it's like having like a fucking five year old or four year old like unhard like no car seat, no booster seat, no nothing, just in the back seat trying to fend them off. All right, go get some cokes. We'll be right back. Man, I feel bad for that that chick that works at McDonald's. She's probably blown her entire paycheck on that family. Yeah. I'm putting gas in this van. I'm buying fucking, like, cases of Coke. <laughs> They've had to have bought at least, like, five cases of Coke at this point. Oh, for sure. 
I just broke the glass and stole her, stole her drink. <laughs> no, don't freak out by this weird-looking creature that just broke the window to get your Sprite. And damn, she bought a fucking two-liter. Now, from the looks of that grocery store, I don't mean the stereotype, but I guarantee you that there's at least two or three people in that grocery store right now that are packing heat. Yep. That guy got a stash. Those kids were looking at that alien like, dude, you see the size of that dude's member? <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, the one guy that shouldn't have a gun does have a gun. With what money? I'm pretty sure that that's the fucking hobo from Back to the Future. I am. It Crazy like drunk it. driver. I'm looking that up. What's that guy's name, anyways? I always forget. I don't remember. Uh, well, son, he's got a gun and he's stark naked. He is in Back to the Future. He's red. Is that guy's oh, name? Okay. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna totally understand that. I forget that actor's name, but he's been in a bunch of fucking movies as like the number two villain in a action movie. <laughs> I love how this movie is like just evolved from a. F <laughs> it's evolved oh from like a family friendly like act like alien movie to what looks to be the fucking ending of First Blood. <laughs> oh yeah. He's not breathing. Get him a can of Coke. The miracle elixir. Now, the last bit of research I uh, could find on this movie that the uh, international version of this is uh, quite different. Uh, apparently, the police shoot and kill Eric 
in the international <laughs> version of this. Um, from uh, this article, it says, uh, The Macamie death scene that American aud- audiences never got to see. Unbelievably, Eric is shot and killed in the international version of Mac and Me. That's right, a kid in a wheelchair was murdered by the police in this family movie. <laughs> wow. This is, yeah, they recut it to make it look like the explosion kind of killed him. All right, get the cans of Coke. I don't understand why they haven't done it yet. Like, he, kid would be fucking walking. <laughs> they gave him a couple cans of Coke. Man. Just need to pour it on him like the Holy Grail. You chose wisely. The Coke's power doesn't exist beyond the seal of this grocery store. Well, I, 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 well, actually, there is no cans of Coke. They fucking blew up the damn grocery store. They, they just, they just murdered like at least fucking forty people in that grocery store. You could take this shot right here and just cut that with like different music and it could easily be the fucking like a horror movie scene. I guess oh, yeah. it's like the end of the fucking Devil's Rejects. <laughs> they were burning up in the desert, but the fire doesn't hurt them at all. Nope, not at all. It's because they've had cans of Coke. They're they're fucking invincible. <laughs> Yep, it's a nice jacket. If he's really dead, can I have this coat? All right, here they go. They got their TV antennas out now. Maybe Dr. Oz. Is, I can pick up Dr. Oz. Maybe he's got a segment on how to revive a fucking kid in a wheelchair from a, an explosion. Why couldn't they do this for themselves in the desert? Coke makes you do strange things. (laughs) 
All right, that's it. Don't drop him. Don't drop him. This won't work if you drop him. All right, now let's just turn him turn him up ways a little bit. McDonald's girl, you know what you're doing. You don't have the powers that we do. This is when they float him over to the fire and then roast him and eat him. Yep. Ah, uh, psych. We're cannibals, bitches. <laughs> it's Max nose. It looked like Max nose was running there for a second. All that resuscitating. Well, I mean, damn. That actually worked. <laughs> what you're going to get ready to see here in just a second is without a shadow of a doubt, the dumbest fucking scene I've ever seen in a movie in my entire life. And I've seen thousands of movies. Come on, Bob Barker, quick. <laughs> Actually, he looks more like Vince Scully, the old L.A. Dodgers play-by-play -play man. I'm sure you could prior to guess what's going to happen. Yeah. They're getting, they're getting fucking sworn in as U.S. citizens. Make kids. Oh, my gosh. He still looks like he's tripping. Yeah. I really think if they would have done a better job with the alien design, this movie wouldn't be quite as bad as it is. But, like, I cannot take them seriously with that dopey look they all have on their face. Don't fall, because you know you ain't getting back up. <laughs> I'm falling, but I can't get up. Well, I guess we're not going home. Nope. <laughs> and they got a fucking car. 
How the hell did you get a fucking driver's license? They got a nicer car than the mom had. Yeah, I know. That mom is... She's gone through, like, a divorce. I'm betting her husband cheated on her. She moved to a new state. And they just fucking waltz in from another world and get, like, a fucking Cadillac and got him a Sears suit. Uh, No, you will not be back. They had planned to make a sequel to this, but it did so poorly at the box office that obviously I got scrapped. Man, that that will be back thing at the end was just that was corny. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna skip through the or make you guys sit and watch the credits because there's really nothing left here. Well, actually, I take that back. Uh, he wrecks the car; they all die. But. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what did you think of Mac and me? Oh my gosh, that was uh, that was a trip. It was it was uh, out of all the movies that I've seen, that was one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's if I think watching it as a kid, like so many times, because it was always on TV, like it probably is a little funnier than I remember, but yeah, like if I had, was in your spot, like there's no way I'd ever watch that again. I don't have a, a strong desire to watch it over again, but it was fun. Uh, it was fun sitting here watching it. That's for sure. Yeah. Likewise, you know, it's sometimes watching a, a bad movie with a good friend is, is really awesome. And I think this is just one of those occasions. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry I made you sit through an hour and 39 minutes of a blatant E.T. ripoff. Um, is there anything you enjoyed about the movie? Um, well, uh, I did enjoy uh, your uh, dubbing of the aliens. That was that was great. But I think other than that, like, maybe maybe we'll just re we'll do the movie at some point and we'll just redub the the voices. I like that. All right, we should definitely do that. I, I did I did like the amount of cheese the uh, the amount oh, of dude, cheese was heavy. It is fucking dripping in it. Um, well, let me ask you this: since we normally do categories for these, we'll make it quick since we're getting uh, we're running longer than normal. Uh, what was your uh, the worst scene of the movie to you? Uh, the movie is definitely the end. You were spot on. That was just uh, no. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's. I think it's a tie between the ending where they get sworn in as United States citizens when we all know that the United States would have had them strapped to tables, cut open, prodding in every little nook and cranny of the the aliens to find out what yeah. the fuck is going on with them. Yeah. Um, I think it's a tie between that and then the, the fucking the grocery store scene where... Yeah. He manages to get hold of a gun. They fucking blow up a gas station and a grocery store, murdering hundreds of people. But all's good because they brought this kid back to life. Yeah, that's funny. And, and of course, you don't see any consequences for the police that blew up the gas station and killed all those people. No, they the fuck it. We got these aliens. Vin Scully doesn't. He probably pardoned them all right there on the spot. Like you guys are good. We got we we got what we needed. We're good. Thanks, guys. There's people in that grocery store that came in for the, the buy three, get two for free. <laughs> Collateral damage. Yeah. All right. Well, 
I think we're going to wrap this up. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed Mac and me. Uh, maybe uh, for next year uh, we'll do something uh, a little bit better. But I thought it was kind of a cool uh, trip down uh, memory lane for me. I haven't seen this movie in quite a long time. Um, but we hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we will be back next week with an all-new episode. In the meantime, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, or X, or whatever it's called now, uh, Threads. Uh, be sure to follow us. The links to our social media is in the show description. Be sure to leave us a five-star review if you like what you uh, hear on the show on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And in the meantime, we will talk to you guys and gals next week. Bye.